take. Hello there, Podcast Land. My name is Billy. My name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. And that sweet voice that you just heard there is our niece, Annie. Yes. Who just celebrated a birthday. And she told me what she really wanted for her birthday was for all of you out there in podcast land to subscribe, review, and rate. Mm. She said she would greatly appreciate that. Wow. And we would too. We recommend five stars because we love you five stars and appreciate if you loved us five stars back. Among the things she asked for, she did ask to make sure everybody was following us on Instagram. We are the Front Porch Sessions podcast. There you can follow our feed and our stories. And from time to time, when you're really lucky, Annie shows up in Instagram. So follow us on the Front Porch Sessions podcast there on Instagram. And again, if you want to communicate with us, that's the best way to do it. Just send us a direct message and we are happy to respond. Do you know what episode this is? No. I don't either. Yeah. I should remember, but I've quit putting some things in my notebook oh, here. Oh, yeah. Just from just the way things have worked out. So I can't <laughs> keep up. The last time I looked, we had 180 something wow. releases. I'll yeah, go with that because yeah. they're not all regular episodes. Yeah. But, so I don't know what the number is. But hmm. That's all right. I'm not going to worry about it. I will figure that out when it's time to post this there you one. Go. Yeah. So I do want to go back very quickly to something we uh, talked about on a recent episode. Yes. And by recent episode, I mean last week's episode, which again, I think it's good that uh, at least I feel like I didn't come off as mean and <laughs> as upset as I initially uh, intended. Or not, that sounds bad. <laughs> then I thought I would be. Uh, particularly with the whole idea of I give my children experiences, not things. Mm. I think maybe actually I calmed down a little bit <laughs> since seeing whatever I saw on Instagram, yeah. which was basically railing on the same thing mm-hmm. and then talking it out. I do want to say, make this very clear, I'm not opposed to people going on trips. No. I, I don't want to. I'm all for that. Yeah. I think it's how you, you portray it yeah. with that. Yeah. Because uh, I, even I was thinking, you know, my brother and his family, <laughs> yes, they're fortunate enough to to go on a couple of nice trips a Yearly, year or yeah. every other year or something of that nature. I don't know how much often <laughs> they travel, you know, would know more than I do. But he's they've never couched it in terms of we're no. giving our kids experiences no. and not things. Yeah, you know, we didn't. We've mentioned it on the podcast here. We didn't see them over Christmas because they had a trip that kept getting delayed, yeah. and that's when it finally was going to happen. Yeah. Great, more power to them. I yeah. think it's it's the approach with yeah. a lot of those things. I feel like Porchies know the voice we're talking about <clears throat> that, oh, we give experiences over gifts. And I think that's it's really that intent. The condescending, yeah. we're better than you type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Sister-in-law Heather and I talked a lot about this actually last week. I forgot to tell okay, you. Okay, because I mean, we didn't get any feedback, so I think that was good. <laughs> oh, it's, <clears throat> it's either good or really like upsettingly quiet kind of thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. But she actually agreed, and they do that too. They they go on trips and they do things when they can. Uh, they've got younger kids. Annie, she, three. If I say it, I'm going to be wrong, and that's what's got me all anxious about it. Um, I think she turned three, and so there really is sort of a sense of we've traveled with three year olds. It's not fun. It is not fun. Well, and yeah. and people that do that kind of thing, God bless you. I, I do have a friend that just went to Disney with her three year old, but it was her, her husband. This is the only child they have at this point. Her sister, her sister's husband, and her parents. Like 
that many people oh, to yeah, wrangle a, a three-year-old, yeah. like that probably was fantastic. Yes, Disney with a three-year-old. Otherwise, I mean, m- maybe even just two-on-one would be really hard. <laughs> but I think that uh, sometimes, you know, those things are, I don't know. I, it just isn't for us. <laughs> How about that? Right. Well, most of our vacations are to the motherland anyway. Yes, yes. Like we don't really do that. But, uh, and I also recognize the irony of it because just a couple of days before we recorded that episode, I told you and the boy child that I was looking at us going on a big trip. <laughs> like in the next couple of years, there's some yeah. things that we need to to get situated and to line up scheduling-wise becomes problematic, but I'm not couching it in terms of an experience. Yeah. It will be an experience, yes. yeah. Yes. And I said, you know, that may be our Christmas that year Yeah. or something, but I'm not going to say, oh, I'm giving you an experience instead of a present. It feels like it's just very nuanced with it because, <laughs> like, it's fine with me our kids are of the age that they don't have to have a lot of gifts under the tree that, that I think they really are at the age where we said, Hey, we're going to do this instead of giving you a bunch of little gifts. They'd probably really enjoy that. Well, and before the whole uh, pandemic situation, we gave our kids lots of experiences <laughs> that they may not think about. I mean, we've done some, you know, when we travel, we do some side excursions sometimes and yeah. all that. But what I'm thinking about here is, uh, I'm going to say pretty regularly, even though it might've been semi-regularly. <laughs> it wasn't quite as much as we intended, but it's just the way it fell out with everybody's schedule uh-huh. is Saturday morning breakfast Yeah, where we would split up mm-hmm. And go out for breakfast, one of us would have a kid. Mm-hmm. And it would be a different one. I mean, it wasn't every month, maybe every quarter. We, <laughs> you know, we wanted to do it more, but scheduling-wise yeah. and with their activities, it just didn't work out. Yeah. And uh, the only rule was we couldn't go to the same place. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it could be the same day. could be different days. But, you know, those are experiences Yeah. Uh, with that. But that but, wasn't, this is your birthday present. <laughs> no. But that's what I'm saying. You can give experiences... And still give stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just kind of like, yes, that's what I think. Because <laughs> most of the time when I've heard the whole, I give experiences, not things, it's like you're dropping a chunk of change yeah. on a trip. And, we don't have a chunk of change to drop anyway. And so. it's very condescending. So yeah, yeah it all worked okay. out well. All right. I'm glad you Seems cleared like, that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also heard a, a, a classic song uh, last week in my office. I thought the drums were horrible. Oh no. <laughs> the sound of it, but... Who knows if it was the office radio or whatever, mm. but you know, I think they may fit that song in that era, but they didn't do it for me. <laughs> and then this past weekend, we heard a song, uh, Voodoo. Uh huh. And I was trying to listen to the drum part, it kind of fits the song, but I'm like, how do you play to this? Mm. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> how was your week? My week was <laughs> crazy, but good. Crazy, but good. Like uh, Willie Nelson crazy or Aerosmith crazy. You are going music with that. <laughs> or. Um, I think I'm going to go with Aerosmith crazy. How about that? Okay. I was going to throw out some more crazies, but we'll go with that. Yeah. Or Beyonce crazy in love. I think that's, I think that's right. <laughs> you may be right on that one. I, I'm not up on my Beyonce. You should be. With that. I was going to go like crazy yeah. down, butterfly. It or, was busy, um, but. <clears throat> crazy so yes busy but no 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 crazy. it was good good but crazy is that what i said mm. crazy but good i don't know but both those things fit there so okay yeah so how was your week my week was uh interesting yeah and short ish uh-huh. it was a good week <laughs> yeah 
It was a good week. We can come yeah. back and talk about that yeah. in just a second. I think we should. With that. But yeah, it was a, a pretty good week. Yeah. I think <laughs> there's parts of it I really don't remember. I love it. With I that. love it. So here I think I had a different segue. Uh, I didn't write things down with surprise, that. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. So uh, do you have anything you want to talk about very briefly before we talk about the week that was? Because that's probably the chemical. I need you to because I have to take a drink. Oh. I've got something stuck in my throat. So I need you to carry the podcast for a couple of minutes. I don't know that I know how to do that. Isn't that funny that I'm not sure I can? But I will say that uh, I did hear from Heather, and so we did exchange some thoughts on uh, some of what we talked about last week. And I will tell you that one of the things that she picked up on was the ultimate irony that we, I don't think this was a word she used, but she said something about us uh, being snippy with each other on the Valentine's Day episode. And I told her, and this is my opinion, and since you're getting water, you can't uh, disagree with me at this moment, but it's my opinion, you had just woken up from one of your famed appetizers, and you really are not good at like, especially something like that, like I think you had to wake up, and so you woke up, and you maybe were not quite fully awake, so maybe you were a little grouchy, grumpy, something like that. So uh, that was the energy that we were playing with on the last episode, <laughs> and she noticed. <laughs> well, who cares that it was Valentine's Day? Well, that we're was just my keeping question. It, we're just keeping it real. Well, <laughs> This is real life. Sometimes you, you're not in the mood to talk when you have to. <laughs> and we're on a podcast. Uh, that feels a little crazy. I know. I well, know, but and we're still here. I actually had a conversation with, uh, let me think of what you call him, a photographer to the stars. Nope, that's not right. No, just go with what you, just go with whatever until okay. you remember. You have fame, to go back and fame photographer, Bobby. <laughs> um, he said, like, but that's my word for it. You said just go yeah, with you, it. Yeah, you call him whatever you want. See? Just don't call him late Snippy. for supper. Oh, there we go. No, I don't think he is. <laughs> but I think he said something about, are you guys still doing that? How do you have time for that? Well, I don't really know, but uh, we're <laughs> squeezing it in between naps, which, by the way, you have not napped very much recently. Well, let's be honest. We don't really have time to squeeze it in. We just do it. We do. Because we're dedicated. I was going to say, that sounds like you're fussy, but it doesn't uh, It doesn't feel that way. We I mean, really we have aren't. stickers now. We have to do it. I know. And hey, I let need... me tell you this. The first five people that DM us from the time this episode drops... Mm-hmm. Uh, Send us your address. Mm-hmm. We'll send you some stickers. Yes. The first five. DM. DM. The address. Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. Right. Slide on into those DMs. Yes. If you're number six, you're out of luck. <laughs> if you're number five, you barely squeezed in there. There you go. But they won't know until they do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, if you like, if you, uh, I watched a documentary about a, a radio station or something of that nature once. And, you know, the call-in, like, uh-huh. oh, caller number 42 wins this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just picking up and hanging up the phone and then just, like, randomly saying, yeah, your caller number or whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we didn't really it count. works, yeah. So all those times I tried to call and never went one mm. anything, that was wrong. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That was wrong. Snippy on Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, it was Valentine's Day to the listener. It was not to us. That is true. Yeah. Because it wasn't Valentine's Day. When but we I did ask it. you a Valentine's appropriate question. You did. Yeah. Now, can I ask you a question about that really quick? Since yeah. you're the historian. <laughs> okay. Am I accurate that Valentine's Day is a completely made up holiday? Well, 
the way we celebrate it absolutely is. I, mean, I think they all are made up, but yeah. it is. So it's like greeting cards. Yeah. yeah, as far as like the love part goes, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Because I've read something last week mm-hmm. that breakfast being the most important meal of the day was made up. <laughs> oh, I that totally it took off by that. Uh, a cereal company I was to try say, to sell cereal. Kellogg's or something. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to give them the well, air. It makes sense. I love it when you have those traceable moments that somehow it's become a part of our vernacular and it really was just a marketing campaign and somehow we've taken it as truth. And I think that is just amazing. Like, who yeah, is that smart? Because it keeps getting repeated yes. and repeated. I hope somebody made a lot of money off of I that I do one. too. Man, so, good for them. <laughs> We will see. There seems like there was something else I wanted to add in here that you were talking about as I loved, mm. but I don't. Valentine's Day. Yeah, I don't remember. Heather. I still feel a little scratchy, but oh, I know what it was. So the whole appetizer mm-hmm. thing. I haven't taken as many of those recently. No, no. Uh, one, I haven't had time. I think if I'm doing something, that helps. Sure. Uh, with that, but I was recently at uh, the doctor's office, mm-hmm. my primary care physician. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they made me go, not because I wanted to go, folks. Uh, and we were talking. He was just asking. I had to have a little mini physical done. Yes. And he was asking uh, about how things were in general. And I was telling him about I tend to, you know, maybe t- take naps in the evening when I get home shortly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just I'm so exhausted mentally from the day or this, that, and the other. And he said, you know, it actually might be your shoulder. <laughs> And I'm like, why? He's like, yeah, even though it's not really waking you up fully in the night, it may be waking you up enough to where you're not getting a full sleep yeah. cycle through, and that'd be part of it. So Kind of an aha moment, You know, I'm huh? like, whatever, you're the doctor. I don't I don't know what's going on here. I'm going to listen to you. So he may be, may be accurate. Yeah. So here's, a, here's some story time. Yes. Story time with Uncle Billy. <laughs> uh, I is no secret here. That I've had a frozen shoulder. <laughs> and I guess I still have a frozen shoulder to some degree. Sure. At this point. Uh, so technical name, as they've told me, is adhesive capsulitis. Ooh. It's the diagnosis that I have, more commonly referred to as a frozen shoulder. I haven't been hiding it from people. I just haven't been telling people. It's not everybody's business. I don't go around, you know, <laughs> doing it. Here's the thing, to, though. Listen. I know what you're saying. I've been telling everybody on the podcast. Uh-huh. So this has been going out worldwide. Sure. And in the time frame, we've had worldwide downloads Yeah. with this. And then just people a couple of weeks ago found out I had a frozen shoulder. Yeah. And some of them seemed like, if, well, I didn't know that. Why would I tell you? Well, I hardly ever see you. What, I hardly ever talk to you. What you thought I was going to say. Uh-huh. What did you think I was going to say? Something about not telling people about it. Yeah, I, I think you you totally misread me because I've read your face. Your your face reading is wrong because <laughs> oh yes, so I, what I thought we're about to get quiet, snippy here. Yes, we are. Because I said, shh, I said that to you said, yesterday and got in trouble shh, for it. Shh, be quiet. So my thought was we missed double a, standard. Oh yeah yeah. Okay, my thought is we missed a an opportunity. We should have made you a t shirt. <laughs> For what? Said I have a frozen shoulder yeah. just because. Maybe we can still make one. So I survived a frozen I survived <laughs> I survived adhesive capsulitis. We sh- we definitely should. You know what we should have done is sold sponsorships for it. <laughs> but my point is you totally misread my face. You thought some I don't even remember now what you thought I was gonna say, but I totally was thinking, oh, 
we missed out on the merch. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, if it was going to generate income, I like the way you're thinking. No, it's more if it was going to cost funny. us income, maybe not. No, just for the customer. funny. Uh, but yeah, some people were like, I had no idea. And yeah. like, I almost read some of them as being offended that I, I just don't <laughs> go around talking about my ailments to you yes. now on the podcast to people I've never met before. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So realistically, we weren't hiding it. It just wasn't anything big to say. People that I uh, work closely with found out sometime in August or September mm-hmm. uh, when we opened up a new... Um, presidential suite at one of our athletic facilities <laughs> and you know our our group was invited in there for the first one we had dinner and stuff and at one point you know, a group had gone out throwing out t-shirts to the crowd and then here comes another break and they're like all right it's your turn to go throw t-shirts and i'm like i can't throw t-shirts <laughs> like, what are you talking about so you know some of them knew then i think they forgot but other people have been like oh i've i had that or i have that and yes Look, I still don't have full range of motion, and I don't know what they did. So um, it came out a couple of weeks ago. We had a little little breakfast gathering, and uh, somehow somebody was asking me about it that knew. I'm like, yeah, I scheduled for this time. And other people uh, found out, and they were shocked I was doing it in town. <laughs> we live in a, a small rural yeah. area, which is, is fine. I love yeah. our uh, local health care. And they're like, well, you know the big city is just like 45 minutes away. <laughs> I can give you I can give you a name of somebody yeah. and they can and I just looked at him and said, um, you, you know my doctor who's gonna do this? I didn't say it quite this way, but um, And did you leave a lot of dead air as you were saying it? <laughs> is a uh, yes, I did. Because it's for dramatic effect. Oh I see, okay. I, dun, 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 I basically dun. said, um, well my doctor drives in from big city <laughs> Every week just to do this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, an orthopedic doctor drives in twice a week yeah. for a specialty clinic. I yeah. mean, we have specialists that come from the big cities Yeah. Uh, for that. Thank goodness. And odds are, if I knew about this guy, he's the person I would have gone seen for sure. over in big yeah. city. Yeah, he was fantastic. With that. Because uh, I know other people that have surgery. And I just, I don't get the whole, oh, small town, I can't do that. We've had great experiences. Oh, yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, it had been decided a couple of weeks ago that we were going to do a manual manipulation. Yes. And by decided, I mean, they pretty much decided it was time to do it. <laughs> and I said, okay, let's, let's go through with it. And I had to go get a, a new physical. Mm-hmm. So the nurse, uh, my ortho uh, appointment was talking to me about that. I'm like, can we just use the one I just had? Your physical. Yes, my physical. Yeah. She said, they're only good for 30 days. Like, Why am I having a physical yearly if it's only good for 30 days? But maybe it's a different type. Yeah. Because I didn't, when I went, it wasn't a complete physical, like my yearly check when he yeah. does it. Did you pee in a cup? No. Interesting. No, I think really he was just checking to make sure I was good to go under the anesthesia. Yeah. With that. Hmm. Okay. So, and it was, yeah, it was a lot shorter and, and that was fine. So I got that squeezed in. I was a little worried because they're like two weeks. Yeah. And so I think when I told him I had the date set that oh, helped sure. him with yeah. that. Actually, I tried to get it done earlier. Uh, the manipulation or the yes. physical? No, the manipulation, but the orthopedic doctor was not going to be in town. Oh, that's right. The very next week. So they scheduled this. They were going to squeeze me in. Because mm-hmm. uh, we're looking at scheduling, and if it wasn't when it was, it might have been the summer before I could have fitted into my actual work schedule. Yeah, which is crazy. Yes. Just with some traveling and things, yes. and what has to follow up after. 
so I'm talking to the nurse about some of these things, and I'd already talked to the PA that day in there, and she's like, well, let me make some phone calls. And she comes, or left or something, came, comes back in the room and says, oh, yeah, they said it'd be quick. We can just squeeze you in. <laughs> like between. Between surgeries. Yeah. With that. I'm like, okay. Uh, and great thing, not so great thing. This is the only downfall here, and it may be, I don't know, maybe Super Nurse Haley can help with some of this. They call me and tell me when my appointment is or when the time is. Yeah, for and your manipulation. Uh, well, for all of it. Oh. So if I have to go back, they'll call me maybe a week before and say, <laughs> and I, I can argue. I can say, no, I can't make that. And they'll make some adjustments if possible. But uh, So they called me on Monday to tell me what time to check in on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be check-in at 1030. And the manipulation would be around noon. Mm. I'm already dreading this because yes. I can't eat or drink after <laughs> midnight. Yes. And I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be like much later if we stay on schedule yes. before I'm able to eat. Yes. So the very next day, I'm teaching class. My phone rings mm-hmm. and it doesn't ring. It vibrates. <laughs> and I see the number. I recognize the number, but I let it go and uh, assuming it's going to go to voicemail. Right. Which, by the way, I haven't listened to the, a voicemail. Oh, uh, gosh. I don't get notifications on my phone when people leave voicemails. Do you have voicemail set up? Yes. Okay. So I need to know. But so I get, it, it rings or it, she, the, they call. I let it go thinking they'll leave a message. I can call them back. And almost immediately it starts ringing again. And I tell my class, I hated doing this. But I'm like, hold on. Let me answer this. This is the clinic. I need to know what's going on. Right. And the lady uh, tells me who she is and says, I just left you a message, <laughs> but can you come in at seven? Okay. I stopped my class when I got off the phone. I said, yeah, that's great. I stopped my class and said, can you guys help me understand this? You call. I don't answer. You leave a voicemail and immediately call me back to tell me <laughs> that you left. I mean, maybe I'm the fool that answered it the second time. Yeah. But shouldn't you have at least waited 20 minutes? Yeah. It's a little crazy. Or something, or not left a voicemail and called right back. Because <laughs> I still haven't listened to the voicemail, but can you come and... Yeah, I can do that, because my thought is get it done earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'd already planned on having class that day, yes. so I'm like, guys, guess what? You don't have to come <laughs> to class. We're moving it up. Uh, it's going to be fine uh, with that, so I have to get caught up with that. So uh, Thursday rolls around. Uh, Wednesday, we see that there's going to be some snow coming. Thursday morning, I'm up at 5 o'clock shoveling snow. I'm in the hospital at 7 o'clock. Uh, I should have just led with that. What do you mean? That I was up at 5 o'clock in the morning shoveling snow, and at 7 o'clock, I was in the hospital. Oh, sure. And I had any of the lead-up of why I was actually supposed to be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, then people would freak out that mm. I... That's just me. that... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. okay. It just sets up a better story. Maybe. Oh, okay. So we had a decent amount of snow. I don't know yeah. how much. Yeah. It was lo- most of the snow from the last time had melted. Uh-huh. Uh, this wasn't quite as much. I think some of the drifts were more, but it was still several inches. So I was expecting all morning a phone call saying it wasn't going to happen, uh, but we were able to uh, to get there. Mm-hmm. Cleared off most of the, of the driveway. And the f- interesting thing to me is the night before, I'd make sure to go buy some new shear pins because I needed to f- fix the snowblower, uh, the auger part. Mm-hmm. So I got those set up to where it was going to go, but I didn't test it. It was getting cold. And, I mean, it was late. <laughs> I mean, I was, it was like 6.30, 7 o'clock before I got home that night. Yeah. Had other things to do. Uh, 
I don't want to run the snowblower at five o'clock in the morning. Right. So I do a lot of it by hand. Yes. Uh, six o'clock rolls around, and that's kind of my starting point. I'm like, all bets are off. I get it fired up, and then it won't blow right. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> this is what I get. And I, I, I didn't have time to finish all of it because I needed to take a shower before we left to get to the hospital. Yeah. You did a decent portion. I did though. most of it, and, yeah. and I got enough that when we backed out, we wouldn't. I get into any except the new snow. Mm-hmm. The kids finished it while we were gone. That was good. So yeah, yeah. So I'm getting checked in at the hospital. Really, they're just opening at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And one lady's up there, and she's getting all frazzled because some people can't get into work right then yeah. because of the snow. And it, it was a little treacherous getting there. Yeah, they uh, we, hadn't even plowed yet. Yeah, we yeah, they hadn't plowed the streets. We had to make a loop around mm-hmm. because <laughs> they had cleared out. They were clearing out the parking lot, Mm -hmm. and that was okay-ish, but Mm -hmm. to get into the parking lot was very difficult, and where how you would have to do it would have been a little dangerous from there. Yes. Let me pause Um, you real quick and say the kids uh, did not have school that day. They called school... Did they... They call it off that morning? mm -hmm. I think they called it off that morning. So the kids were at home. Yeah, it was about 6 o'clock. So that gives you a sense of what... The roads looked like and how cold it was and all the snow, et cetera. So, okay. Yeah, it was pretty cold out there. So we get to the hospital. We have to loop around to find a way in. Yeah, so we we get in and the lady keeps apologizing because the phone keeps ringing and trying to get, And I'm like, no worries. <laughs> it's not like I got anything else to do today with that. And then um, at one point she answers the phone and then transfers it back to the surgery part mm-hmm. and says, hey, doctor is on the phone. And she looks at me and says, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and which I thought, oh, boy. Yeah. Because uh, it's just barely after 7, doctor that's going to be doing my procedure has to drive in from big city. Yep. Um, and they made it made it sound like he may even live on the further out. Yeah, on yeah, that Because yeah. when they finally get – so things ended up getting pushed back a little bit. Mm-hmm. When we finally get set, situated in, in the room and they start hooking me up to stuff. But still not talking noon. To more. <laughs> yeah, still not noon with that. But saying, oh, he's going to – they're going to leave at this time. And yeah. then gave me another time that they would probably be here, which I'm thinking – how how long does it take to get here? But I don't know what the roads are. Right. I don't know if he's coming from the far side. Yes. Does he even live in big city or is that just where he practices? Right. I mean, there's all kinds of things. So it's fine. It's going to happen. Yeah. Let's see. Where do we go from here? Um, nurses, nurse is yes. in there. Another one comes by a couple of times, but uh, had the boss nurse, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. Had two anesthesiologists mm-hmm. before names were written on the board. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why four were I written, don't but I don't, only two of them were coming in yeah. uh, with that. Maybe they um, didn't know who was going to show up. <laughs> maybe. And they keep, everybody's coming in, keeps asking me what we're doing that day. Yeah. And that's confusing to me. <laughs> Is it like to check to make sure I know what's going on or to make sure their <laughs> records are right? Because uh, they're either looking at a folder mm-hmm. or they're looking, not just looking at a folder, looking at my file inside right, the right, folder. Right. Right. They're looking at a computer yeah. with my information on yeah. it. Or it's written on the big board in the room. Okay. What's going on. So they should know. Is it just double checking everything? And I really even assumed at it one, was about you. Even at one point, <laughs> one of the guys said... Well, if he if he tries to do the left, he's gonna know pretty quick that one's okay. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. So we have one of the anesthesiologists that we have not seen in a professional setting in fourteen, fifteen years. 
I did your epidurals. And yes. I reminded him of that. Yes. I mean, he probably doesn't remember uh, with that, but told him of the situation because you had one with, I think it was with Cal. The first one didn't take. Yes. And he was in there at like three o'clock in the morning. He's like, we're... We're going to help you. Was and, he the one that climbed up on the stayed. bed to make sure I, because I'd started to panic? I think so. Okay. I think so. And I asked him how long he'd been doing that, and he said 42 years. <laughs> Which is insane. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It makes sense. Maybe. I don't know how long of school you go yeah. for that. But. And by the way, I don't think he looked old enough to be practicing that for 42 years. Right. So I wonder if he included some of his schooling with that. I don't know. I took it literally. But he said he is... Um, He's now doing it for at least kids he gave birth. He helped. He was there for their birth <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, he said, he was talking about somebody else when he got to the third generation. The guy was like, it's time for me to retire <laughs> with that. Um, but yeah, so he's just hilarious, cracking jokes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, you know, they get back there and they're all jumping in. I guess they don't have anything to do at this right. point in the yeah. morning. And, yeah. You were uh, probably the most interesting. Everyone pro- else had to have like 40 years on you. Probably the the worst part was getting set up with the IV, that puncture. Yes. With that, that hurt a little bit. I don't remember much of the other things actually hurting <laughs> uh, in that situation. But I have decided, at least in my experience, uh, both from you having the babies mm-hmm. and uh, this recent experience, anesthesiologists are a different breed. Yeah. Because the one that was the, I'm going to call him the primary because he was the one doing all the injections Uh and and different things, even though the other guy uh, set me up with the IV, Mm -hmm. kept coming in and checking stuff, Mm -hmm. whatever. And I think he's the head person. Oh, okay. Um, It was was almost like a a comedy. Oh, yeah. And I I have a show in mind, but I can't think of it. I saw a comedy or maybe a cartoon type of thing Mm -hmm. where somebody keeps popping out from behind you and looking (laughs) around you, asking you questions. Mm. So I'm laying there in the bed and he's getting me hooked up with different things. And all of a sudden he jumps out on the left side and is like, hey, have you ever heard of whatever it was? Do you want some forget me juice? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then the next thing I know, he's injecting my IV with something. Yeah. So he can take the ultrasound machine. They've kicked you out of the room for yep. this. And he's rubbing it on my neck and giving me some kind of shots in there. Yeah. Which I think was the nerve block, oh, the dead okay. in my shoulder. Yeah. Uh-huh. But so I'm watching him with the ultrasound machine and I'm sticking the needles in there. <laughs> with that. At this point, you had left the room. They made you leave for that. They made me leave, which was kind of interesting. It's fine. I mean, I sat there while they put the IV in, which had to have been more painful than the rest of it. Uh, and then the amount of tape that he used just to make sure that IV didn't go anywhere. <laughs> well, and the nurse later said, man, he uses a lot of tape yeah. when he does these. Yeah. Like, I was wondering yeah. where that, it's not coming out, trust me, no, the way no, he no, put no. it in there. No, and then, you know, um, you don't have like a hand like mine. Like, my hand is smooth. I mean, there's probably some hair there, you know, very light, but you actually have hair on your hand and on your wrist, and boy, I thought... Oh, that's going to be a bear to get oh, off. Oh, it hurt sure coming enough. off. Yeah. That was probably the most painful part. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I was out I of the room so. for all of this part. And then they came and got me and they're like, okay. Well, and there's at one point too, they're jumping at trying to do things. And the nurse says, can you guys wait? I have to ask him questions. <laughs> and they're just like, what? And she's like, I haven't asked him any of these questions yet. 
Well, and I wonder. And then she too. starts asking the questions and getting through so they can know. And I think some of them might have been kind of important questions. Oh. Um, because at no point that day did they weigh me or check oh, some other things. And I yeah. think sometimes that's important for your mm. doses. <laughs> that may have been why you responded in the <clears throat> way that you did. Maybe. Uh, you were going to say something else. I was just going to that. say that I wondered if some of what she was doing too was they were not 100% sure when your doctor was going to arrive. So there was sort of a sense of, are we starting some of this too early? Because That's they, what I was wondering, too. Yeah. She was trying to slow him down. Yeah. Because when I got in the room, you were high as a kite. I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. But you were... Legally. Groggy. Groggy, yes. Yes. And you have no memory of me coming back into the room. I do not. And, and I, I do agree with you. I think she was trying to slow them down a little bit because yeah. weren't sure, wasn't sure exactly what time he was going to get there. Mm-hmm. I think there is a slight worry that he wasn't going to be able to come at all right with that so. which that would have just been a free trip i guess <laughs> uh, that would have been horrible yes. yeah you tell me that i talked to you, you after that i don't remember anything about that yeah uh may the anesthesiologist stops back by and says your wife went home to check on the kids <laughs> like okay and I just thought that you never came back to the room mm. with that. But you're telling me, no, you had a full conversation with me. I tried. I don't have a clue with that. You said something, and I should have recorded it. I have no mm. idea what you said. Makes and I kind of snickered and said, I didn't understand you. And so I leaned closer. I guess I thought proximity would help me understand your garble. I did not. You, I'm pretty sure you repeated yourself because it kind of had the same cadence or whatever. And then I, I start laughing and I was trying to decide, do I ask him again? Does it matter? And your head slumped over, you were asleep. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the end of that. And that's when Mm -hmm. I stuck my head out and asked the nurse, like, can I run home and just check on my kids? Cause I hadn't brought anything with me. I had my purse and my coat and that was it. And I had a test that was running online while you were there. And Mm -hmm. I had in my head, I'd check you in, and then I'd go back home, grab the rest of my stuff, and then come back up there. Well, that they started moving enough that I didn't really see a natural spot for me to step out. So I left. I came home, and um, that's when I realized, oh, the driveway has started to cover again. Yeah, because it kept snowing. It kept snowing. Pretty nicely. Yes. And so before you, you and I came home, I had texted the kids and said, can y'all get out and do the driveway, which they did, and they did a lovely job on. See, I thought they just did that on their own. I no. Didn't, I didn't know you texted them to I ask them to do that. I actually told you that, too. So again, you may have. the I don't forget remember. me juice really worked nicely. Um, yeah, and just... I don't know what people are going to think about this, but the original plan when it was supposed to be around noon mm-hmm. is I was supposed to be there at like 1030 to get yes. the check in that you were just going to drop me off. You were going to go teach class and then come back. Yes, because I have a 1045. And I had asked about some of that type of stuff. And she's the nurse that set it up. It's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. We, She doesn't even have to come back. We can call her when we're ready to get rid of you <laughs> or something. But we were just trying to figure some of those things out. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you come back. We're hanging out in the room a little bit. People keep checking on me. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, then another nurse comes in, and I don't remember her name. Uh, she was funny-ish. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know how to say this. She wasn't mean, but it was kind of mean. Stern. But in a funny way. I mean, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. And I don't know uh, if she would have done it with everybody, but it's kind of like, you can take it. You're going to give what you get type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So it worked out great yeah. with that. Yeah. 
so they take me into the operating room, <laughs> which is very bright. The first time I've ever been in an operating room. Oh. I mean, maybe back in the day when uh, I was born, they may have done in that. When, when our kids were born, it <laughs> was just done in the regular that? room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, you know, converted it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so it's super bright in there. Did the doctor put on waiters? <laughs> Not for this. Because that's like the most I remember as far as like from for having birth. the baby. Yeah, 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 that part was shocking to me, <laughs> particularly since our doctor had just come from uh, the family farm yes, where they've been yes. birthing cows. Yeah. I'm like, um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, they will me into this. It's very bright. There's like five or six people in there. Uh, there's a big clock on the wall, mm-hmm. and I hear them say. 1018, and then I'm like, 1018, that's what we're counting. And I don't know what that was about or something like <laughs> that. And I do remember uh, the nurse lady that wheeled me in mm-hmm. telling somebody else who I'm assuming might have been a student. Oh, that's I don't know right. that they didn't have to have their mask on because it was a non sterile environment. <laughs> Uh, because I wasn't being cut open. Oh, okay. It was being manually manipulated. Okay. They, so for those of you that don't know what this means, it's literally my arm, uh, the adhesive capsulitis. So it like uh, tightens up around the shoulder to mm-hmm. where it's very painful to move and you have very limited range of motion with that. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that uh, sometimes solve this is to take your arm and push it back <laughs> mm-hmm. and... Uh, the PA that I saw a couple of times said, crank it back. Yes, yes. And basically, they're just cranking it back or pushing it back and trying to break as much of that loose as possible. Yeah, yeah. And every time somebody told me that, I looked at them. And uh, <laughs> beginning when this first started with my primary physician, he's like, yep, there's a reason they put you to sleep. Yeah. And kept saying <laughs> this type of thing. So I thought it was weird. And she said, oh, you can take your mask off with that. Um but then, you know, other people that I've never seen, they're starting to put these little stickers on me, I guess, <laughs> to hook me up to some different yeah. machines. And once again, anesthesiologist guy pops up from behind and is like, do you like milk? And I'm like, yeah, I like milk. And he holds up a vial of white stuff. Yeah. He's like, this is milk of amnesia. <laughs> and I know I'm half out of it already. I'm like, yeah. that's not milk. Before he could even yeah. say that. And uh, he, he shoots it up in my IV. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to me, and I think he's actually trying to make some talk that he's not originally from here and somehow moved here and stayed here because yeah. there was something about, I think we have some somewhat similar stories. We're the same age. Yeah. With that, that came up earlier. I did remember that. Yeah. Um, and he's like, your eyes, your eyelids will probably start getting heavy. Don't worry. That's normal. I don't remember my eyelids getting heavy. <laughs> but you don't remember anything after that either. I don't really remember much after that. I'm being wheeled into the room. <laughs> And like into back into our room, yeah, my room. I'm yes. just letting you stay there, yeah. my recovery room or whatever it's called. I'm okay with that. that because that means they only charges for one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have no idea what happened. I mm-hmm. think I was in there maybe ten minutes. It was quick. Uh, with that, so almost my understanding is almost as soon as they got me out, they were done. And uh, bringing it, uh, bringing me out yes. of the uh, the sleep state. So I really don't know anything. I, I remember going in there, them saying it's ten eighteen. Uh-huh. I think I have this vague memory of the next thing it being like ten twenty eight. I don't know if that's <laughs> accurate or not. Hmm. Um, I don't remember the doctor coming into the mm. operating room. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't remember leaving the operating room. <laughs> I don't remember anything. So I think it, at this point, you take over. Well, when your gurney came, well, I, I saw a nurse before I saw a gurney. And the nurse said, get your phone out. And for some reason, I hesitated. I don't know if part of it was just like, I don't want to put, I don't know, maybe that's not really okay. Well, by the time they got the gurney all the way in the room, I realized my mistake. Because by this point, you started professing your love for the nurse and the anesthesiologist. And it was profound. You were convincing but it was hysterical. So as I said, I figured out very quickly, oh, no, 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 I do need to get my phone out. So I did, got my phone out, started recording. I did get some gold. I only regret that I missed the I love yous. But you started talking to (laughs) the nurse and and the anesthesiologist about how (laughs) you kind of do this thing where you're like, Seriously, like you slow down your speech, you're like pointing, like you too. I want to write letters of recommendation and accommodation, which is a word we really just use in academics. So I'm not sure what you were thinking, but you're saying it kind of slurred, but enough that it <laughs> worked. Kind of slurred. Um, but enough that I did record and it is. It, it, you can pick it out. And then you tell them that you're the vice president, so it holds some weight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I want to be completely transparent here. I remember none of that. Yes. Had I not recorded it, you, I mean, you would have believed me, I guess. I've heard, I've heard part of it because you've watched it several times. Yes. And I'm afraid this is going to be the whole souffle thing again that every year it's going to pop back up and you're going to spend hours watching it so i've heard you watch it a couple of times in the hospital Mm -hmm. uh i i've overheard somebody else watching it Mm -hmm. showing somebody Mm because they were talking about it today Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh boy but yeah i don't i remember none of that my only recollection is having heard yes Allegedly that it happened. Yes. You told them they deserved raises, which you were going to speak to in your letter. <laughs> they they do deserve raises. Yes. You were just... It was a fantastic experience, and I wanted to express my yes. appreciation for how wonderful they treated me. It was very kind. And there wasn't anything you said that was just like absurd other than the I love yous, which I missed well, uh, as far as recording goes. But I I'm did clear try... with my I love yous when I'm... Under, under their drugs at the hospital. I was going to say under duress. <laughs> yes, kind of. So I tried to take advantage of this situation, and this is caught on video. I said, can you give me a raise? Because technically you are my boss. Mm-hmm. So I asked you if you could give me a raise. But you are just <laughs> lucid enough to say, I don't think that's appropriate or something like that. I was like, come on. I did send that to our institution's president, and that's what he picked up on as well. That <laughs> you should have worked it harder for a raise. Yes, yes. That I just, I just couldn't quite squeeze it out of you. But we could have got all that thrown out. Any promises I made yeah. at that point? It would have been great, though. So that it was... would have been great. But the whole, I'm a vice president. <laughs> 
Well, it carries some weight. <laughs> I needed them to so. know that uh, I was. And uh, they were so kind. You can even hear them in the recording of going, oh, that's great. Thanks so much. You they know, probably so hear nice. all oh, kinds sure. of garbage. Yes. Uh, they actually called me today. Oh, they the did? The day that we're recording. Not them, but the hospital. Oh, uh-huh. The surgery part of it. Just asking how I was doing, uh-huh. checking up, following up. Did you tell them you loved them? <laughs> no, but I thought about it. Aww. Because they asked how the experience. And I'm like, they were fantastic. Yes. It was, it was great. I would almost do it again. <laughs> I didn't say that part, but I thought that in my head. With that. Um, so, yeah. And then I'm there for... A few more hours yeah. waiting yeah. for different things. Part of it is waiting for some of the anesthesia. 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 I've been mm-hmm. saying anesthesiologist so much. So the <laughs> anesthesia to wear off a little bit mm-hmm. more. Um, for PT to come by a couple of times, mm-hmm. I wanted to do that. At one point, the doctor walked by and was like, he's still here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can tell him to send me home. Mm-hmm. They're telling me I needed to stay for at least two rounds of PT yeah. at an hour apart. Yeah. Um, so they come and the guy is somebody I hadn't seen, but in, he comes the first time, does stuff. The second time he's like, oh, I talked to the one you've been seeing and he's really, uh, impressed with what's going on here. Yeah. I'm like, well, I also can't feel anything. <laughs> uh, there was some stretching. Yes. Uh, that I was not expecting. Yes. Uh, but some of the, some of the muscles that your shoulder uses, you don't expect. Right. Uh, and that was not part they numbed and how he is stretching it. Those things were being activated in ways they haven't really been for quite a while. Yeah. I really so wish I had recorded that. a little bit painful. It was crazy what he was doing with your arm. I had no idea. No. I couldn't feel it. I was watching it going, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and really from that day to today, because I still stretch you as often as, as we have time and you'll let me. And you've obviously, since you're no longer under the influence of uh, said legal drugs. Now that I can fill my arm again. Yeah, you're not making these windmill motions with your shoulder. Right, because what they were doing in the hospital oh, when we first it's came insane. home, I thought, whoa! And yeah. then the next day when it's, yeah. you know, back to I can fill everything, yeah. and we don't have quite that range of motion, but yeah. we're working on it. Yeah. So yeah, it was an interesting experience. Uh, let's go back a little bit. So they'd already given me some, before I go in for the procedure, uh-huh. or go back, they'd already given me some of the drugs and uh, different things, and uh, I pop up with, "Can I go to the restroom?" <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> and, you know, there's a couple of things, and I'm like, "No, I would just prefer to go in there." Yeah. You know, let me just go. Yeah, because the they bathroom. wanted to offer you a a way to do that in the bed. Yeah, and I just like this isn't going to work right now. <laughs> uh, so this may, if you know, turn it off. Fast forward if you don't want to hear this. It's nothing graphic with it. No, no, no. Uh, so unhooking me and, and taking me in there. And I guess they- <laughs> Two nurses. <laughs> did, was it two that it took two. me in there? Yeah. I only yeah. remember the one. Oh, no. There was two. Uh, because we go in there and she's like, we're going to have you sit down. Or I'm going to have you sit down. I'm like, whatever. Cause, <laughs> but at this point, I can't. I can only use one arm. Yeah. And um, so, okay, that's fine. And- she says, um, I'm going to help you get this side of your pants down or started, <laughs> which I thought, whoa, wait listen, a minute. I'm sitting outside in your room. I am dying laughing, because not because of like really what's happening. It's that I know you well enough that I know <laughs> what it doesn't matter doing? how numb you are. This is all so terribly awkward. And at that point, there were two nurses. One did leave pretty quickly, okay. but I was thinking, oh, this has to be the worst moment of his life. Because she, they told me 
me earlier is then you know, I take my shirt off, put on the gown, and it's like take your pants off. You can probably leave your pants on. Yeah. I mean, with what they're doing, they weren't cutting me open, all that stuff. Yeah. Which, you know, she said you can definitely leave your socks on. So why would I have to take my pants off if I could leave my socks on? <laughs> so I opted to leave my pants on. You did. Uh, with that. Uh, so she starts <laughs> to kind of start that one side, the side that I can't use my arm, and they're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know, like, that's not going to work because those suckers are tied. Yeah, they were sweatpants. With that. Yeah. So um, that was a little awkward. Yes. But I, I'm like, I can do it just fine. With that, with my with my good arm, so she lets me do that. And there's a string you're supposed to pull when you're done. Yeah. Because they, I guess they didn't really want me getting up by myself. Yeah. With that, um, I pull the string and nothing happens. <laughs> and I'm getting on up, but you come in. Yeah. And and help me out. So that was a little bit awkward there. Oh boy, I that. laughed. But when she said that and started just pulling that side of the fan, my pants, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I know I have some happy juice in me, yeah. but. I'm still aware, people. Right, Which also is concerning about um, some of these drugs that are out there. Right. And the fact that I don't remember parts of the day. Yeah. What if, I mean, and we do know people misuse them, but I'm I'm concerned. Yeah. (laughs) Even more so because I've experienced this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, with that. So uh, go through that process. PT comes and they show you what to do so you can do some of the stretches. Mm -hmm. And and we have some nice conversation. It's not anything big. Yeah. we get some food, so that mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay brought us some mm-hmm. some hamburgers and stuff, so that was that was good because I was hungry. Mm-hmm. And I told my students like, I'm glad I got moved up because I'm gonna be hungry. Mm-hmm. I, me me waiting till like three o'clock to have anything to eat or drink because mm-hmm. I already told them I was gonna be hangry because mm-hmm. if I couldn't have coffee in the morning, yeah, well I'm probably gonna need to eat. Yeah, and I couldn't do that teaching class. And one of them's like, Oh, you're not gonna want anything. I'm like, No, I am. Mm-hmm. And you did. And I did. Yes. And, like you were because mad at me because I, I was shaking my water was. bottle. <laughs> yeah, so that morning, I'd already been up for two hours, mm-hmm. clearing snow, mm-hmm. uh, taking a shower, and you put, you know, grape flavoring or something in your water bottle. Yep. And you had that that morning, and you're just shaking it and flaunting it here and there. <laughs> and it was beyond irritating. Flaunting my water. At some How point, I did tell, I? tell you to stop it. No, you didn't. I think I did. No, you told me later on in the day that you wanted to. Oh, well, I was infuriated with you. Like, that is uncalled for. It is unnecessary. And it is just plain outright mean. I love it. Because I couldn't have anything. Yeah. yeah. And plus, I had just been shoveling snow. Yeah. I wanted some water. Yeah. But I couldn't because yeah. they said I might throw up on everybody. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> Which I, I don't think they were like sticking tubes down my throat no, with this because no. it was so quick. Right. All right. So we move faster yep. or fast forward a little bit. Yeah. We come home. Uh, getting ready to come. No, before that. Oh. Uh, so the nurse is telling me some different things. You're not going to be able to feel your arm. You know, if you, you probably want to hold it. Mm-hmm. Tell me how to get dressed and what would be best for that. Uh, and I don't know that she helped me. I did. You did? Mm-hmm. Because she was talking about it, and here I am starting to take off the gown. I'm just starting to strip right there. So it, it's kind of weird. <laughs> She'd already tried like, to take your pants off you once, so why not? I don't need help pulling in my pants. But, oh, I can get dressed. Let me just take everything off so I can get <laughs> put my real clothes on. Uh, so she's like, I'm going to go get the sling. Because mm-hmm. you will need to, when you're out, need to wear that for a while. And uh, you go to start the car. Because that's the last thing. She's going to go get the sling, and then we're going to be able to go. So you go get the car warmed up. And I guess, I don't remember exactly what happened here, 
but apparently I forgot to hold my arm <laughs> and I was getting up to get something. Mm-hmm. And here's this wet noodle just flopping around. <laughs> I can't feel it. Mm-hmm. I just vaguely see this thing floating <laughs> around, whatever. And it, it's it's quite amusing. Yes, yes. Uh, and when you forget about it, it is that. So we, we get home. Uh, I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. We do some stretches. And at that point, you're you're good mm-hmm. at that. And you're stretching it way far back. Uh, eating was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little difficult. I'm not left-handed. Mm-hmm. And that's really all I could use because mm-hmm. I couldn't feel my other arm mm-hmm. with that. Uh, we had a friend bring us some food. Yes. They wanted to. We were like, no, we're fine. We're bringing it. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so we do that. And she didn't come in, which she should have because she, she stood have. there and talked for like 10 minutes on the porch. Yeah. But I finally get up and go over and I'm holding my arm and talking <laughs> to her. And I you know, do this cool party trick where I let go of it and it just flops around and she's <laughs> laughing. Um, so it, it takes a while, but I do start get a little bit of feeling back. Not yes. much, but a yes. little bit. Yes. So I'm laying on the couch mm-hmm. and you are stretching my arm back. Mm-hmm. And it's going pretty far back. Yeah. And my eyes are closed. Yes. Because I do have with the traps, there's a little bit of stretching and, you know, I can, a little bit there, but. You feel like pressure or something. Yeah, something. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I'm trying not to, to watch what's going on mm-hmm. in this situation. And you're pushing my arm way far back. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's only halfway there. Yes. With that. You have no of concept of where I'm at. Yeah. So if it was like 180 degrees back. I'm thinking it was 120 or something, you know? I'm so glad you explained that. <laughs> well, some people needed to know that. So there's that one point. I I have my eyes closed while you're doing this, and it happens a couple of times. And I ask you, why are you licking my thumb? <laughs> you know, and you're like, I'm not licking your thumb. I'm like, you're licking my thumb. You're, you're a little um, bit rude about it. <laughs> I might not have Not rude, but just like insistent that you because that's what it felt like and it felt like, like you were licking my thumb but you were pushing my yes arm back so far in your eyes it was rubbing on the <laughs> armrest of the couch yes yes which which is weird that it feels like licking <laughs> i think it was so, just the sense because i think it was coming back in your fingers it was really that's like the only thing tips. i could kind mm-hmm. of feel there so mm-hmm. it's probably that combination mm-hmm. uh, so i'm going to sleep in the recliner mm-hmm. uh, during the night so i can prop my arm up mm-hmm. and i was a little bit worried Mm-hmm. About sleeping in the recliner, I've never done that before. I mean, you've napped, but no, not. I've taken a nap, you know, a short nap, yeah, uh, maybe an hour on the long end with that. But I've never slept all night in mm-hmm. there. But thought that would be best, uh, so I wouldn't roll over. Yeah, and could do that. You could prop that arm up real good. Yes, uh, so I did that. Kind of got situated. Uh, you'd gone on to bed. I stayed up a little bit longer. Uh, with that, and I hadn't taken a lot of pain medicine, hadn't really needed it, but I thought, let me, the first night, let me go ahead and take some, yeah. just in case something happens. Uh, so I stayed up long enough for that dose, and uh, I took it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to go to sleep here. Mm-hmm. So I cut the TV off, I cut the lamp off, and now I'm in a predicament, <laughs> because I've already used my good hand to get the recliner started, mm-hmm. and then sat down and kicked mm-hmm. it all the way up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to get the cover on me. I don't have to, but I want the cover on mm-hmm. me. But I only have one hand. I can't pull up with all of them. So it comes important that you know I cut the TV off. I put the remote on the table, mm-hmm. and the lights are off. Mm-hmm. It's dark. And I use my good arm and pull up the covers. Mm-hmm. And I jump. 
because something hits me in the chest. And I'm like, what is the, I know I put the remote in that chair. What is on here? What? I'm starting to freak out. (laughs) And I'm just swatting away. There's nothing on my chest. Okay. I don't know what's going on. There must have been, because I thought maybe the remote got stuck in the blanket or Mm -hmm. there was something else in the blanket. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It freaked me out. Okay, I do it again. And it freaks me out again. <laughs> until I, this time when I move my good hand down, I realize, oh, it's my arm. <laughs> it's my hand that's hitting my chest, but I can't feel any of it. Yeah. I just feel something hitting my chest. Yeah. So that freaked me out yeah. pretty good. I love it. With that. I love it. Uh, I have started physical therapy, and I told uh, my physical therapist that. Yeah. That story and the that I thought you were licking my thumb, <laughs> and he died laughing with both of those. I'm gonna have to that. find like an opportunity to lick your thumb at some point. <laughs> I don't really have those opportunities all that often, but I will see if I can find that. Well, I mean, you'll still be doing stretches, yeah, uh, for that. So if and right now they they hurt a little bit, yeah. so you should Maybe just I do, do it while I have my eyes closed. Yeah. You have an opportunity. You could play, um, you know. Lick or couch or whatever. <laughs> so I have to guess if you licked my thumb or if you rubbed it on the couch <laughs> armrest. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to work. Yeah. They've told me about 50% of the cases it works. Yeah. Uh, I've had my first uh, physical therapy appointment since this procedure. Uh, I think he was a little disappointed. We talked and he did some stuff and he took some measurements and they were basically where I were, was a couple of months ago. Uh-huh. Uh, the last time I went. And, um, but as we were doing the exercises, he's like the passive range of motion was a lot better. He took some measurements there at the end. He took, he had me do it again and he was pleased with yeah. where they're going. It, just, it takes some warming up, I yes. think a little bit. So yes. we have to keep working it. That's a big thing here. So hopefully I will, uh, get, I may not get a full range of motion back, but hopefully I can get a significant amount. I hope so too. But if we've got to do it again, then I will pull out the phone a little bit earlier. <laughs> I, I don't know that we'll do it again. <laughs> Your face was hysterical. <laughs> oh, it, I don't know. I think the next step may be actual cutting it. Ooh. Which he which my doctor doesn't do, so I have to find a new doctor. Oh, we liked him. So, Well, as long as we get the same anesthesiologist and the same nurses, we're good to go. Yeah. Well, I am yeah, anyway. It was, a good, it was a real good experience. I'm glad I did it. I think it's going to work. We're just, you know. The next couple of weeks are the, the crucial part to keep yeah. it from seizing back up. And even one of the things that my uh, physical therapist said is this is Kika. Sometimes we see this and they do the manual manipulation. And then by the time they get in to see us, which typically is just a few days. Mm-hmm. I think mine was on a Thursday, on a Monday morning I saw him. Uh, he says it's already started to seize back up. Mm. And, that, and you don't really have that same problem. So, yeah. Yeah, Fingers crossed. Good. He did throw a new, few new exercises at me, and some of the ones that he uh, he had me do, I dreaded last time. Yeah, like I wanted to throw up or pass yeah. out or yeah. cuss him out or something. <laughs> he's like, "That's it's a lot different this time, isn't it?" And I'm like, "Yes." And he's like, "I think it's starting to work." Good. So, okay. Yeah. That's that's promising. It is promising. So. There you go. That's the frozen shoulder blues for you. He said, "Capsulitis no more." Yeah, it is a mouthful. Yes. It is a mouthful. I'm glad you did it. Well, what's new with you? I am now on Be Real. This is something we've talked about. Uh, kids, well, Callie really wanted me to do this, and I like you're individually on Be Real. Yes, personally, as a you person. have a personal yes, account. I have a personal account, and for some reason, every time you say Be Real, uh huh. I think of Malibu's Most Wanted 
and oh. be rad. Oh boy, that's that's rough. Well, because Brad, be rad. I know, but and then still. be real, real. Yeah. Oh boy. I, that part was a stretch, but that's where my mind goes. You, <laughs> you know where my mind yes. goes, and I, I didn't even have any medicine. Yes. So okay, you're on be real. I'm on be real. And Congratulations. Thank you. So are you, by the way. I mean, how does that make you feel? Somebody of your age being on that. Um, it is a. It's not bad. Okay. And my thought on this, as with a lot of things, if our teenagers are asking me to do it. Unless it's illegal, immoral, or just something I absolutely cannot bring myself to do, I want to say yes, if at all possible. And this is something that Callie's been asking me about for a couple of months, actually. For you to be For me it. to be I did not know that. Oh, yes. She has been asking me to do it. And the first time she did, I thought, oh, she's just kidding. But she came back around to it several times to the extent that I thought, oh, she's not kidding. And so I just kept putting it off, kept putting it off. And then finally I ended up uh, downloading it. She was thrilled. Um, and so I have a whopping, I think, four or five followers. So that's about it. Uh, so hit me up if you're on Be Real. <laughs> hit me up. I, hit me up. Um, but it's, it's again, it's kind of those things that you don't scroll forever. So I don't really... I have an issue with it, especially for the kids to do it. Um, I had planned on doing it before the summer so that I could do those while I was in Europe. Because I thought that'd be kind of cool if it happened to go off in front of the Eiffel Tower or something like that. So, Mm. yes. Planning that now. You better believe it. (laughs) So what's new with you? What's new with me is I have had a manual manipulation for adhesive capsulitis. Well, look at you. Tell me so about since, that. Just kidding. Uh, you can rewind. <laughs> okay. So does that that count? Uh, let's see. I will say, because I can see it at the end of the table, I bought a new book. You did. And um, I'm going to work it. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to see because uh, I, I really am finally going to put in the effort to learn to play the mandolin semi-well. This makes me very happy. I've had it for a while. A long had time. Got it for Christmas one year. I think my mom gave it. My parents gave it to me for Christmas. I don't even remember that. I did. Well, I mean, that's good. Oh. But I like I can't remember and when so, yeah, and Yeah, I've how. played it here and there. Yeah. I, I know a little bit uh, with that, but never really have taken uh, the time to, to sit down and learn a yeah. bunch. Uh, I think with, uh, I, have, I even forget the band's name now. Collective Soul. No. You play some song. Oh yeah, I, there was Shine. Yeah, do some of that. But I was, horse trailers and hitchhikers. Oh, um, we're doing wagon wheels, so I could play that. Okay. <laughs> and I switched halfway through. But anyway, so yeah, I got a, a book. It's like the fifty first songs you should learn on mandolin or something. Okay. Yeah, and we'll see. Is but there an REM song in there? I've got something in my head that losing I, my religion. That's it. Yeah. I can just hear it in my head. Because when you came home the other day, I was kind of playing it. But I can't really do much yet because of my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were at at a a music store uh, looking at some stuff the other day kind of for fun and went into the acoustic room and and thought, oh, let me try this. And uh, I got a couple of strums out and I'm like, oh, not yet (laughs) with that. So And and mandolin's much more. So I was only able to pick around a little bit. So, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to do that. So check back in a few months and see how my mandolin skills have progressed. What if the manipulation really was code for putting in a bionic shoulder? What if you, like, suddenly... 
I, I wasn't in there long enough for that. You don't know. I do know. You don't remember much, remember? I have timestamps. <laughs> do I have you time now? Stamps. Okay. Yes. All, All right. right. Well, you can keep rambling about bionic shoulders. I think but I'm over I got it. stuff to do. So until next time, I've been Billy. I've been Christy. And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. See ya.